1: Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining in again to another episode of Ventime with Connie. I'm your host, Connie. How you guys like the intro song? You know, I told you guys before there will be a lot of changes in this podcast. So because we intend to grow in this podcast and this is not a mediocre podcast, OK? So expect a lot of changes, but it's going to be good changes. OK, guys, welcome to a new episode, episode 36 i think so yeah episode 36 how you guys doing i hope you guys are staying safe and um for some states the um businesses are open now but um things are still slow because you don't want to rush into something and a lot of people will be infected so you still have to pro- follow a lot of protocols make sure you pay attention to your state's news to know what you need to do all right guys thank you so much for joining me Today's episode, I'll be talking about daughter-in-law and mother-in-law relationship. You know, mothers-in-law have a bad rep, like they have bad reputation. A lot of people do say they are wicked, they hate their daughter-in-law... They don't want the marriage to, to last, all those things, right? And also, some people think the, the daughter-in-law are the cause of the whole issues. They are also wicked and they want to divide the family. They don't want nothing but commotion, right? Both of them have a bad rep and a lot, a lot of stereotypes going around. And today's episode, I'll be addressing some of the reasons that I think um that constitute the the bad rep that mother-in-law and daughter-in-law have like why their relationship is a little bit you know as a a little friction between mother-in-law and daughter-in-law i explained those in this episode and um, this is just my honest opinion you know I'm a daughter-in-law so and I have a mother-in-law and by God's doing I get along with my mother-in-law because even when I was single I do hear about this but these stereotypes and I always pray for my mother-in-law I always pray that I have a good mother-in-law that will accept me for who I am that will give me my privacy that will respect me and I will respect her and also give her her privacy too okay and someone that I will get along with we don't necessarily have to be best friends, but we should get along for so that peace will reign because i do not want put at that time when i was single i do not want put my husband in a situation where he have to choose between his mom and his wife. I never really want to put my husband in that situation. So when I was single, I was mentally preparing myself. Whatever situation that I got myself in, I would try at least to make peace. Okay. So I heard about that, and God grant my wish. I actually got a good mother-in-law that loves me, and I love her. That woman, she is sweet. And I'm not just saying this to brag or to promote her. This is actually the truth. Whoever that knows me and know her will know that I'm speaking nothing but the truth. So, I was one of the lucky ones, right? But some people are not, you know? And some people get into uh, marriages where the mother-in-law is really, really wicked. Um, Some mothers were not lucky to get a good daughter-in-law, okay? So, some of the reasons why I think daughter-in-law and mother-in-law relationships is not as smooth as it should be, I will name four reasons. So, the first one would be mother-in-law depends on the son for emotional support let me explain some mothers right some women right they get into this marriage and their husband the relationship they have with their husband is not so smooth in such a way that the marriage is lifeless as a loveless marriage basically so the woman is not treated as a queen as she should be treated you know and the man don't pay her attention and all those things so she gave birth to her sons or maybe daughters and she put all her focus on her children. And her sons grow up and treat her well, treat her as a queen. Because, you know, if a man is single, the mother will still be the first lady until he gets married. So the sons, you know, by God's grace, treated her well. So she depends on, on her son for those, for that emotional, um, you know, support. So when the son gets married... Those type of women find it difficult. Those type of mothers find it difficult to drift away. Those mothers find it hard to cut the cord. So that's why they will struggle with getting along with their daughter-in-law because they will start seeing their daughter-in-law as a threat, as a competition. Because the son now directs all the love and attention to one woman, which is his wife now. So she felt left alone. She felt left out. She felt like the son don't care about her anymore. And who is the cause of it? It's the wife. That's why it would turn around her not liking the daughter-in-law because she sees her as a threat. That's what number one reason. Number two reason, it could be because of um the mother depends on the son financially, right? For some women, they were lucky enough they married a man that loved them and treated them as a queen, right? And they treat the man as a king, of course, and she gets the love. But she actually depends she depends on her son to provide her like financial needs, right? The son always spoiled her, you know, with all the materialistic um, things or give her money all the time then when the son get married and now and you know when someone get married changes a lot of changes do come and one of them is financial changes right now he have to cater for two for a family and if the wife you know get pregnant that's even more responsibility on the man's uh, head right so he couldn't afford to spend that much money on his mother anymore like he used to when he was single for some mothers like that, see that their son have changed on the amount of money that he gives her, and she'll start feeling a little left out. She'll start feeling hurt because, um, I mean, just like any human being, when you, when you are getting something, you're accustomed to something, you don't want that to change. Once it changes, it takes you a while to adjust. For mothers, everything about mothers is always emotional. They always want to drag it, always make you feel bad. I carried you for nine months, all those type of um, emotional black men. So the mother will feel that way and want to emotionally blackmail him. If it's not working, she's still feeling hurt. She will always turn the blame to the wife because she felt like the wife is the reason why the son is reducing the amount of money he gives her before he got married. So she will st- start not liking the the daughter. Okay, so that's what will cause the issue between daughter-in-law and mother-in-law. okay number three i would say is it could be the daughter-in-law's attitude you know it's easy for us to point fingers at this mother-in-law they are the cause of this they are cause the of that. but sometimes we also we the daughter-in-laws need to look within us like look inside See what are we doing to cause this woman to treat us this way sometimes it could be our attitude for instance there's this video that i watched on youtube this youtuber she was asking mother-in-laws you know what if your your son bringing in a, his fiancée, right? The very first time. And you met her the very first time. And then you ask her to come into the kitchen with you to prepare the meal that you guys going to eat. If she said no to you, how would you react? Almost all the mother-in-laws, they didn't respond in a positive way. They felt like that daughter-in-law is not, is not going to be the right one for the son. That she's not a good woman if she turned it down. That she will not want the son to marry her. Okay? majority of them think that the the daughter-in-law is wrong for saying no now my opinion is this is your first time meeting your your husband to be family right you want to leave a first impression yes while you're leaving that first impression i don't you don't want to lose yourself in the process or not show who you are okay you still need to maintain who you are but my advice too is you have to apply wisdom although i don't think it's right for the mother-in-law to ask the daughter-in-law to be And the first meet to go into the kitchen with her but you know everybody's different so i'm not gonna judge her for doing that now if you are the daughter-in-law you daughter-in-law-to-be let's make that clear if the mother-in-law-to-be asks you to come into the kitchen with you i know some people might say no because of they don't want to embarrass themselves let's say they don't know how to cook right so they will say no to save themselves from the embarrassment but you say no actually You're also embarrassing yourself and you're causing more harm than good, okay? Because she will translate it differently in a totally wrong way and you don't want that. So I would advise that you go into that kitchen with her. Say yes, go into that kitchen with her. If you don't know how to cook, whisper to her, say, "Um, Mom, you can call her mom to make her even feel welcome, to make her even feel loved. You say mom or whatever you want to call her, Mrs., whatever. And say, I I really don't know how to cook, but I'm willing to learn if you are willing to teach me. If you humble yourself that way, a good woman, a good mother-in-law-to-be will appreciate that. She will admire that and actually take the liberty to teach you. And because she felt like you are opening up to her and both of you will connect more in in a whole new level, okay? She will teach it to you because one, you show humility and two, you show like you are willing to learn. Even though you're not perfect, you're willing to learn. Those two things are very, very vital. So that's the first impression that you want to leave on her. If you say no, you are just taking this in the wrong way. Now, it's gonna be left for a lot of people's interpretation. Because I'm sure when you are saying no, when she's asking you to come into the kitchen with her, your future father-in-law is there, your future mother-in-law is there, Probably the your husband to be um family members like brothers and sisters are there. So you're leaving bad impression in all of them. You're opening your your answer to a lot of interpretation. So you don't want that. You want them to interpret you the way you want to be interpreted. Like show them who you are, okay? So if you go into the kitchen with her and open up to her, both of you will build a strong relationship based on the first impression. Or let's say if we get married, the way we react to things, our attitude towards um I think I heard this saying in a movie. It says your attitude towards life, or something, determines your outcome. I'm sh- I'm not sure if that's actually how it was said, but if you know what I'm saying, you can always correct me. But yeah, so make sure your attitude. You always have a positive attitude to something, okay? Because sometimes your attitude will make the woman think different ways about you that it, you don't really. You're not like that, you know. That's not wasn't your intention. In, intention. So make sure you're giving the right vibe the right attitude okay because that's that could be the reason why she will start mistreating you or start looking at you like you are uh, her enemy or her compa her competition so make sure you are also checking yourself and checking your attitude keep yourself in check okay and the fourth one that'll be the last one but not the least the fourth one i would say is the husband compares his wife to his mom i think that's the way it goes yeah the husband com- compares his wife his mother this is a very big issue you know a man that you know love his mom's cooking or something his whole life or the way he his mom you know does things and he get married please make sure that you don't compare your wife to your mother you might do that mentally you know inside your in your head please do not say it out loud because that's where you will cause issues that you do not expect you know, if you compare her to your mother, and let's say for some women that really like you, maybe she will try to please you by trying to be like your mom. But when she's doing that and it's not working now, she will start feeling frustrated. And then guess what? She'll start getting mad at you and start seeing your mom as a competitor. Because she feels like your mom is making you compare her to your mom. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. But yeah, so you don't want to do that. That's why you see they have this conflict between each other. And you, the husband, will wonder, I don't know why you guys don't get along. Yes, you are the reason why your mother and your wife don't get along. If you are not careful what you say and what you do, you can contribute to the issue your mother and your wife have. And trust me, if you are a man, you do not want your mother or your wife to have issues. Because once it starts, there's nothing you can do on this earth to solve that issue. Because when women fight, it's it's more emotional. Men can fight today and they will talk tomorrow. Like nothing happened. But no, for us women, no, if we fight, it's going to take us a while to forget what we fought for. So even though we were close, the relationship would change the next day. It it would no longer be, the the wife and the, the daughter would no longer be close as they used to they used to be before they have that conflict so make sure you the husband is not contributing to it too so that's all i wanted to share with you guys i'm sure there's a lot of lots of um reasons why the in law and mother-in-law relationship ha- always is always rocky but this is just my four um opinion about it and I did ask this question to several social media platforms and they gave their opinion too. And I think collectively these four reasons that I list, some of the opinions they gave actually surround these four reasons that I just listed. So thank you so much. If you are one of those that contributed to my post and gave your opinion, thank you so much for your contribution. And um, thank you so much for also listening. And um, uh, if you're a new listener, hope you stick around more and listen to the rest of the other episode I have over 30 episodes actually over 40 episodes now so sit back and relax and enjoy all the episodes all right thank you so much for listening and i'll talk to you guys on friday bye bye
0: thanks for listening to the vent time with connie podcast remember to subscribe on apple podcast itunes spotify or whatever platform you listen to podcasts please don't forget to like rate review or share this podcast do you have any feedback or questions for Connie or any topics you'd like to discuss on the show? Connie loves communicating with our listeners. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Vent Time with Connie or send an email to Vent Time with Connie at Yahoo.com. Until next time, remain blessed.